Welcome to Be Convinced, a show about sharing life-changing stories of hope. I'm your host, Soraya Diasi-Kofelt. I'm an Ivy League-educated lawyer, former judge, small business owner, children's author, and mother who's passionate about helping to improve lives and convincing you that there is indeed hope for a better future for ourselves and our children. This is episode number two. My guests today are two 16-year-olds, Kashish Chanani and Alexandra Bola, who have become involved with the organization Books for Peace to promote literacy and peace initiatives. I'm so happy to have them with me today to hear their hope as teenagers for impacting children through reading. I always like to start my show with a quote, and one of my favorite people who really spoke a lot about literacy and who did a lot about literacy internationally was Kofi Annan. He's the former Secretary General of the United Nations. And I have two quotes from him. The first quote is, literacy is a bridge from misery to hope. And the second quote is, education is quite simply peace building by another name. It is the most effective form of defense spending there is. And you know that I've spoken a lot about education, the importance of education, the importance of literacy, and our topic today centers around peace and literacy. And I would like to welcome two young ladies who will let us know of the important work that they've been doing. And it doesn't matter how young you are, you can still have an impact on your community with peace and literacy. So I'm really honored to have you both today. Why don't you introduce yourself? I have Kashish and I have Ali or Alexandra here. So Kashish, we'll start with you. Why don't you introduce yourself to our audience? Good afternoon. I am Kashish Chinani and I live in St. Thomas, U.S. Virgin Islands. I'm 16 years old and I attend Antilles School. I'm a junior. And Ali, why don't you introduce yourself, please? Hi, my name is Alexandra Bola. I am from St. Croix in the U.S. Virgin Islands as well. And I'm 15 years old and a junior at Good Hope Country Day School. So you're both here and we're going to be talking about your involvement with the project Book for Peace. And I'm so honored that you're here. What I'd like to do first is tell us about how you got involved with this project. Saloni Singh, the founder of Books for Peace, posted something on her Instagram about Books for Peace right after camp, right after I met her in the JSA summer program. And I looked into Books for Peace because I was very interested in it and I thought it was an amazing initiative. So I actually texted her and told her that I'd love to help spread the message and contribute to Books for Peace. And honestly, after I read about it for the first time, I knew that I had to contribute to it. Something inside me told me that like, I really wanted to do it and help the message. I share the same views and goals as the organization, and I'm extremely glad that I could successfully set up a books post to help it. Okay, so we'll be talking more about that, Kashish. And what about you, Ali? Saloni reached out to me in the fall of 2019 and told me about her idea to start Books for Peace. She told me her mission, and I immediately said yes, because it opened my eyes to the idea of connecting people through books rather than my long-held belief that speaking and physically interacting with people was the best way to connect and learn about others' experiences. And tell me, each of you, you mentioned meeting her. Did you meet her at the same time? 
Yeah, we both attended the Junior States of America summer program in 2019 in Princeton University. And that was when we met each other and Saloni over there. She, she didn't know Allie beforehand. I went to St. Croix once. And I think I might have heard of her over like social media or seen her somewhere, but I didn't like personally know her before that. And what about you, Allie? Did you know Kashis? Did you hear about her or know anything about her before you actually met her? Honestly, to this day, I'm not sure where we met before, but her face when I saw her just looked so familiar. And I can't remember when we would have interacted. Yes. Well, per- perhaps on social media. Maybe. Uh, my two sons, as I, I mentioned to you all, attended high school here at Antilles School. And they knew students from all over, from St. John, from St. Croix. So it's just the interacting. You, you meet them playing sports or on social media. So somehow you get to know each other. So that's, that's really great that you got together. So, Allie, tell me, why were you so interested in the Junior Statesman program? I wanted to attend the Junior State of America program because I have been interested in politics for most of my life. So I went to figure out whether I just enjoyed seeing and listening to other people participating in government or if it was a possible career path for me to pursue. And if so, what area of government I would want to participate in. And also, I heard about JSA through my sister, my older sister, Kelsey, who went to the program before me. And she really liked the experience. So I wanted to do it too. And I knew it was a rigorous program in terms of the workload, but rewarding in meeting people from around the world. What year did you attend? 2019. And Kashish, why were you interested also in JSA? So similarly, I've been really interested in politics, and I really wanted to learn more about the political aspects of society. And as a freshman, I wanted to explore my options, and I wanted to see what was out there. And I heard a lot about the JSA summer program. And I knew it would be a lot of work, but I honestly really wanted to gain exposure to politics, debating, public speaking, and like meeting new people. So yeah, it was very stressful, and it was a lot of work, but I don't regret making the decision at all. And yeah, it really impacted me so much. And I learned so many things from it. Why did you select Princeton? Because they have them all over the United States. I don't know. Princeton just stood out to me. Like I was debating between Princeton and Georgetown. And Princeton just stood out to me. I was like, let me go for it. (laughs) Yes, I think my youngest son attended the one in Georgetown. Mm. What about you, Allie? Why did you select Princeton? I selected Princeton because my sister, for her first JSA, because she went twice actually before me, her first one was at Princeton, and I liked the town and I liked the campus, so I wanted to go back and experience it for myself. So my understanding is that you met Miss Saloni at JSA, is that correct? Yes. Yes, you both did. So how did you meet her? In the courtyard or in classes or the cafeteria. We were, we were, me and Saloni personally, like we knew each other, but we weren't, we didn't have the same class or anything, but we, we had a couple conversations. We talked a lot. So in 2019, she had not yet established the organization. I think it was still an idea over the summer, but then once, sometime in the fall, she actually established it. Yes. So did you also meet her around the same time? As Kashish did, Ali? 
Yeah, I was in the same class as her and we had mutual friends. So that's how we got to know each other. And she spoke to you also about this program? Yes. So I would like you to tell us more about the organization Books for Peace. So Books for Peace is an organization which aims to empower a generation with the ideals needed to challenge inequality through literature written by and about women, children, people of color, members of the LGBTQ community, and other underrepresented and marginalized groups. Books for Peace works towards creating and delivering resources that allow students to strengthen access and acquire literacy skills regardless of their geographical locations. It basically tries to spread knowledge and provide easy access to resources for everyone. Do you know what Saloni has done in the United States with her project? Yeah, she's done a bunch of stuff like all around the world. A lot of people have done stuff. She's created book posts. They created a social movement. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they've done a lot of stuff for it, which is really cool. And so, Ali, tell us about what you've done with Books for Peace. After talking for a few days with Saloni about Books for Peace, she expressed interest in having a social media movement called hashtag Why Books Matter to Me. I started off the movement with people in my school community and took pictures of my peers holding up signs that said hashtag Why Books Matter to Me, along with Why Books Matter to Them. And then they went on the Books for Peace so Instagram and website. Do you get involved at all with contacting any authors? I have not. I'm not sure if Kashish has. Okay, Kashish? No, I haven't you? done that either. Uh -huh. Yeah, my project was a little different than Ali's. Okay, tell us about your project. Mm -hmm. So my project was a book post, and I installed it in the Virgin Islands Children's Museum. And it's basically like a free library promoting literacy and peace. And we encourage like a take with movement system, but anything's fine because it's like available for everyone. And so I ordered a bunch of books about marginalized groups and everything. Mm -hmm. And they're all in the book post and I'm working towards getting another order done. Yes. So with this, what you've done at the Children's Museum here, is it sort of a bookshelf area that you have books? It's like, a unit. It's not really a bookshelf, but it's like um, a number of shelves. It's like a box, kind of. Yes. That's on. It's rolling. And about how many books have you put there? My first order was like fifty-five something books, so uh -huh. I've been putting them in gradually. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. And your concept is what? Children will check them out or take them. They can just take them, take them, mm -hmm. leave them, whatever mm -hmm. they want. Right. And if you supplement them and the children want more books, can they get more books? Mm -hmm. So yeah. there's no number or limit. To Not really, because it's like a free library for it's all. A, so, yes. yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. And where do you get the books to select from? So there's a website online that I ordered them from. Okay. Mm -hmm. And where do you get the money to purchase the books? So I got a grant from CFEI. What is that? The Community Foundation of the Virgin Islands. Yes. Yeah. Would you tell us how much that grant was? It was basically like, I will provide what you need. So, oh, mm -hmm. wonderful. Yeah. So you started out with, you said 55 books? Yeah. And how many more have you ordered? I'm in the process of ordering them right now, but okay. yeah. So do you think you'll order another 55? I'm probably going to order like close to 200-ish. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And how will you get the word out about the availability of the books? 
honestly, getting this out in the newspaper and everything that's happening is beyond anything that I imagined. Mm -hmm. And this has really helped get the message out. Yes. And the Children's Museum does a really good job about like informing others about it and updating about the books and all. Yes, I've seen a lot of their posts on Instagram, so mm -hmm. they do a really good job. Do you see going into the schools at all or any other outlet other than the Children's Museum? That could be really nice. Like when I was first thinking about it, I was thinking about doing that, but I was like, let me focus on getting one done first. Yes. But getting in schools would be a, a really cool idea. Yes. What about you, Ali? Knowing that you've done one project, Hashish has done a project, are you planning any other projects in the future? Yeah, I've been looking into continuing the social media movement with people outside of my school community because that seems like a safe way to continue with Books for Peace. And while we are in a pandemic, it is something that people could do. And honestly, it should be done by people on their own. And this method of spreading the message would limit contact without me actually taking the pictures as I did when I first began. And I also think I want to make a book post here on St. Croix. I haven't started. I haven't talked to anyone, but it's something that I'm interested in doing. And when you talk about a book post, what do you mean by that? It's basically the unit that I described That's earlier. That's what you described. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So you're thinking about doing one of those, Alan, is what you're saying. Yes. Yes. Is there a children's museum or something equivalent on St. Croix? I think I want to look more into doing it in schools because I think it would be more students would have access to it here on St. Croix at least. So, yeah, I think I want to look into putting that in maybe elementary schools. Yes. So back to you, Kashish. The age ranges for the books that you purchased that went into the Children's Museum, what are those age ranges? Um, I purchased a whole variety of age ranges from like toddlers to adults because I really wanted to make it inclusive for everyone because mm -hmm. like children, are, they really need the exposure to these types of books. But I feel like adults and like teenagers and they also could benefit largely from from these as well. Do you have some of the titles you'd like to share with us of the books? Do you remember any? <laughs> I don't remember any specifically, but I have a whole spreadsheet with everything that I have. Yes. Yeah. So they're about, tell us about what type of cultures the books are. Honestly, everything like African American, women, LGBTQ, everything. And like, there's a lot of Hispanic culture mm -hmm. and I've gotten a bunch of like Indian culture books or when you yeah. say Indian, what do you mean? Like, there are books about how, like, some Indian girls have adapted to American culture. Or When you say Indian, though, you're not talking about American? No. Like, no. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. From India. Yeah, or yeah. ancestry from mm -hmm. India. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. Have you expanded at all into cultures in other places throughout the world? There's one book that I'm thinking of right now yes. that's, like, about Egypt culture yes. that I saw, and that's... That really is a cool book. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Okay, that's good to know. What about you, Allie? Do you have any idea of what type of books you would like to carry in your book project? Or it's just it's something that you're still planning? It's something that I'm still planning, but it's definitely along the lines of Kashish's idea. Well, the, there's such a wide variety of books uh, that are available, and that's what's so wonderful. Mm -hmm. And I think especially our children here in the U.S. Virgin Islands, a lot of them don't 
understand the importance of reading and their parents don't understand the importance of reading. So it's educating the parents as well as the children on the importance of reading. And there's no financial problem because the books, like you said, are free. Mm -hmm. So they don't have to pay any money except to get into the children's museum. No, actually, we put it outside of the children's museum. Oh, it's outside? Yeah, it is outside of it, so it's available for everyone. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. What about the weather, inclement weather? So, like, it's on wheels. Yes. they can put it in, take it out whenever they want. Okay, well, yeah. that's that's very important to, mm-hmm. to let the community know that it's yeah. outside and it's available at, at yeah. any time. At least the hours of the Children's mm-hmm. Museum is open. Do you know other programs that have this book project as well? I know, like, there are a bunch of little free libraries that are dispersed around the island, but I think this is the first Books for Peace book yes. that's installed yes. on island. Yes. Yep. And is that the popular project for throughout the United States? Little Free Libraries. No, Books for Peace is just started, but I think yes. Little Free Libraries is very popular around. Yes, the- I've seen those. Yeah. And I, I think those are wonderful too, where children can just go and get a book and then bring it back and mm-hmm. get another one. Hopefully they bring it back because that's yeah. important, not to keep it at home mm-hmm. and not <laughs> share it. So, Allie, I'd like to ask you, this whole concept promotes not just peace, but the importance of literacy. So why don't you tell us, what is your opinion about the importance of literacy? Literacy holds a tremendous amount of importance in society because it opens doors to so many great opportunities that would otherwise be unavailable. And with book posts, people, especially children, that may not be able to get books would have access to a wide variety of books, which is another reason why Books for Peace is such a great organization. And you, Kashish, what is the importance for literacy for you? Especially in today's society, I feel that being aware and staying educated is very important. With everything going on in the world, being educated about injustices, marginalized groups, and diverse groups is the least we can do. One of the most important ways to do this is by reading articles, books, and literature. So I believe that fostering this at an early age through fun books for kids and adults and everyone is very effective. Books can have a huge impact on lives and literacy in a child's life is one of the most important things. Uh, Tell me, when did you start reading? When did I start reading? (laughs) Um, Probably like three or four. Yes. Yeah. What about you, Ali? Do you recall when you started reading? I'm told that I was able to read by like two, I think. So... That's definitely when I started reading. Yeah. 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 I always tell the story. Uh, my mother taught me to read and my sisters. Mm-hmm. And I was about three years old. Wow. And she she wasn't a teacher, but she knew the importance of literacy. And she comes from Puerto Rico, which Spanish wow. is her first language. And she always emphasized, and my father as well, to speak the language of English first. Because they believed at that time that English was the language of prosperity mm-hmm. and opened up opportunities for their children. So we always spoke English at home, and she taught me English when I was three. And I started first grade when I was four, mm-hmm. and I graduated when I was 16, and I was the valedictorian of my class. Wow. And I take it all back to the fact that I knew how to read, and not only read, but read well. And I always remember my parents reading magazines, reading newspapers reading books. We would go to the library and read during the summer. So it wasn't 
that they had a lot of money. They just knew the importance of reading. Mm-hmm. So could she tell me about you and your family in reading? Because it's all important about how the family talks about reading mm-hmm. and has the children. Yeah. So like my mom, she always used to encourage me for books. And my sister, she's five years older than me. So she mm-hmm. always, I always saw her with a book in her hand. And it was very motivating. Like, oh, what book is my sister reading? I always used to ask like, oh, what, what's this about? Like, mm-hmm. what are you reading now? So, yeah, it was all around my house with my mom and my sister and my dad. So that's why I think it's extremely important. And going back to the fact about Spanish, I found some really cool books, and I thought it was very important to buy them that were in Spanish. Mm-hmm. So Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I'm a children's author. Mm-hmm. My books are in English, but I've been often asked to have them translated to Spanish. Mm-hmm. So... Sometime in the future, I'll work on that. Yeah. What about you, Ali? Tell me about your home life and how your home life fostered you reading a lot. Well, my mom loves reading. So it was always something that my sister and I were around as a way to get us interested in reading. She used to get us customized books. Like the ones that like spell out your name and oh, stuff. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Those. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. because we're so, parents and grandparents listening to this show. Yeah, so I always felt like, oh, this is a book about me. I want to oh, read it oh, all the time. Yes. Uh-huh. And then it kind of just started there with my reading, because then I started hearing about other people in books, and yeah, I've just always been around it. I have a huge bookshelf yes. that I've been collecting since I was like two. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. Okay, we're about two minutes left in our show. It really has gone fast. So, Kashish, I'm going to turn to you. What do you plan to study? Are you going to go to college? Yeah, I'm planning on going to college. And right now, I think I want to study neuroscience. Yeah. But I don't know. Still debating because politics really interests me. Yes, well, but, yes. Yeah. But there are a lot of doctors who've been involved in politics. Mm-hmm. Amazingly yeah. so. You, people think, oh, you have to be a lawyer, but mm-hmm. not really true. Yeah. Yes. What about you, Ali? What, what do you want to study? At the moment, I'm interested in studying international relations, which is what I studied at JSA, and law, because my mom's a lawyer. So it's just something that I've been around. And it interests me. Yes, that's that's great. And law opens up a number of opportunities. You don't have to practice law, but you study it, and it's a discipline that you learn. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you both so much for being on the show today. And I know that, as I mentioned, we're going to have listeners who are parents and grandparents, uncles and aunts. Plus, we're going to have hopefully a lot of young people your ages to listen in and to hopefully again impress upon them that it doesn't matter how old you are or how young you are, you can still make an impact on your community. So thank you very much, both of you, for joining today. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Thank you for joining me on the show, Be Convinced, as we share life-changing stories of hope. As you wake up each morning, consider the impactful words of American poet Maya Angelou. This is a wonderful day. I have never seen this one before. My passion has always been to spread the love of books and promote the importance of literacy in a child's life.
My passion inspired me to write a series of five faith-based children's books about our favorite holidays from a Christian's perspective, Easter, Fourth of July, Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. My books are filled with colorful illustrations and lots of humor because children love to laugh. All proceeds from book sales go to the nonprofit foundation as the Stars of the Sky Foundation to help promote literacy. To purchase my books, please visit asastarsofthesky.org or your favorite online bookseller. Thank you.